0: Die, Master, you don't belong in this world.
1: It is not by my hand that I am once again given flesh. I was brought here by humans who wish to pay me tribute.
0: Tribute? You steal men's souls and make them your slaves.
1: Perhaps the same could be said of all religions.
0: Mankind ill needs a savior such as you.
1: What is a man? A miserable little pile of secrets? But enough talk. Have at you... fast karate for the gentleman taking you beyond the gateway of time not the world of dreams the moan as the japanese say. into dreams by hitoshi
0: is this a dream oh what paprika is out on dvd what yeah how is that possible wait maybe not out on dvd but being released
1: it's putting put into theaters in a couple months that's what i meant
0: I thought I saw. I remember seeing a movie poster on Rotten Tomato and thinking that looks like a DVD box.
1: Yay! <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Paprika, we'll be able to see it. I'm pretty excited if it comes to Philly. Probably will. Why wouldn't it? I don't know because we don't always have the best luck. Though we did get Appleseed and Ghost in the Shell too. But what did we miss out on? Steamboy, I guess. No, Steamboy came. Steamboy came out. We've gotten all of them. No, there's definitely one in recent memory that we haven't gotten. We didn't go to. Well, we didn't go to see Steamboy or House Moving Castle, or I didn't go to see it. I saw it. I liked it. I didn't like House Moving Castle. But we already talked about that. <laughs> I think Miyazaki needs to get a new script because he's been using the same one for like 20 years, and it's wearing me out.
0: It's about a young woman learning about magic.
1: One of them, yeah, some and her of body magical powers. <laughs> Man, there's been some hubbub going down on the internets recently. Uh, you know Winter, the guy from our forums? Yeah. Well, he's a writer over at Anime Jump. Not that they released a review in like a year and a half, but whatever. Okay. Their forums are still a <laughs> pretty bump in place. Some guy came in and he basically made one of these blanket statements like, I defy you to show me that anime of today doesn't suck less in terms of animation quality than animation from the 80s. And they spawned some five-page thread. And Winter was just, like, bringing the hammer down on this guy. (laughs) It was like every time him and his friend who has appeared uh, on this show via proxy by Cogswell Pepperbox during the Gunbuster fiasco, (laughs) um, every time they'd make a post, Winter would just, like, come in and, like, Richter slide kick and sit through (laughs) the night. And then he'd combo it into a... God, whatever the holy water thing is where it rains and it kills everything instantly. (laughs) Which, if you're playing through Castlevania Symphony of the Night on the Xbox, is the way to beat the inverted castle with Richter and get those 45 achievement points. Very important. Basically makes the entire game embarrassingly easy.
0: (laughs) You already had the double jump. Mm -hmm. Nothing is a secret anymore. Yeah,
1: super jump, dash. The slide into the jump kick is pretty sweet too. Yes. You Uh. think
0: like, what? I can't use any of the weapons. But you don't need any more weapons because it's classic Castlevania. Yeah, you've already got the whip. You don't even have to upgrade the whip.
1: <laughs> I know that was the worst part of. Already got the Morning Star. <laughs> Dying and then being like, "Oh God, where's the whips?" Yeah, <laughs> that's what like, the most recent one I played was Castlevania Four on the Wii, and I like, I f- I'd forgotten about that fear of not having a fully upgraded whip in a castle. <laughs> it made the game, game. really hard yeah. because then. You Especially the- when you get the second one, it's basically the same as the first one. It's still so short.
0: At least it did more damage, though.
1: More damage than a piece of leather? Yes. Yes. I know it sounds crazy. But yeah, Castlevania Symphony of the Night is still out on Xbox Live. And it's still worth $10 for you to purchase.
0: Absolutely. It's
1: worth 15 or $20. i will buy it twice just to show my support. It's the first game I got all the achievements for. It's making me pretty happy to have those 200 points.
0: <laughs> and if you're wondering how Dave got the achievements so quickly, it's because he's beaten Symphony of the Night probably at least 20 times.
1: It's like one of my favorite games of all time. It's because it's one of the
0: best games of all time. Oh, hells yeah. Oh, we should respond to an email. Which one? The one that the guy wrote to us about how we're ADD gamers and we only like linear games. I don't think I read that one. You didn't read that email. When did that come in? Somebody write this down on the calendar. Yeah, that no, I read an email that Dave didn't. It's the first one I've missed. I, some he just he wrote a some guy I can't remember. His, he was he was in jest. Yeah. he called us fat. Oh, and then I do he remember said, that one.
1: Yeah, fat karate. Yeah, he called a hey, fat
0: karate, which
1: is actually pretty funny. I was like, so kudos dis- to you. I was so distracted by about the thirty emails that said, "Hey, first off, stupid." <laughs> it's it's dreamworks that made shrek not pixar and then even ben picked up on that joke and then proceeded to go into like you don't like pixar what are you stupid (laughs) i was like i don't like how they draw their people they're all weird looking
0: but i was uh when i was working on the thrift store today with ben he he even picked up on that joke and was ripping me about it he's like hey joel Pixar didn't make Shrek, you freaking retard. It was Dreamworks. They're the
1: same thing. <laughs> One of them's owned by Steven Spielberg. Oh god, it's going to
0: happen again. But anyway, what was what were we even talking about? They both make
1: ugly oh, ass yeah.
0: people. The email. Some guy wrote an email that said that we're ADD gamers and that we only like linear storylines in games and so we can't handle stuff like Oblivion. Are you looking it up now so we can actually read it?
1: Yeah. All right. There is no story in Oblivion. <laughs>
0: Well, Dave, we'll get to. Let's read the email before I tell him about how I'm so not ADD. About how the the no, you're not ADD. The ball crushing difficulty of some of the game. We're the you should say OCD. We're not ADD. I just need to have my tasks be simple and incredibly hard.
1: (laughs) This is during the request for hate mail we put out last week.
0: (laughs) Oh man, that was an avalanche. We should probably stop doing. that. We got
1: two. (laughs) One of them was the chick from Ninja Consultants.
0: (laughs) Oh, in other email news, did you read that hilarious review of Three Hundred yeah. that she was sending out?
1: Where it's like hitting a guy with a hammer <laughs> in the balls with a hammer made of ice, and the ice is frozen whiskey. <laughs> yes, Which, I like how every reply to that email was like some chick going, "I don't get it." It's like, I almost I just wrote, replied in all capital letters. <laughs> I
0: almost replied that this is what was good about Real Ultimate Power three years ago.
1: When Real Ultimate Power was still funny to me. Okay. As he says, Your tastes are stuck in 1985 and you have no handle on the pulse of the industry or today's gamers. GTA sucks. God of War sucks. Oblivion sucks. But Lost Planet equals to cool? Fools. You exemplify problem with this generation of ADD gamers. Sick. So, I wouldn't make fun of him if this was a real hate mail. And be like, Ah, you can't put the grammar in right, but... We'll let it slide, because he's cracking wise on us. <laughs> you appreciate the worst kinds of games, linear experiences, which provide instant gratification, cheesy effects, and over-the-top gameplay. Is there anything else worth reading in this?
0: I really only want to talk about the ADD thing.
1: Wait, well, wait, Dave just said he's buying a PS3. I take it all back, but you're still fat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to reply. That's James J. Kylie, by the way. Feel free to murder him in his sleep. No, he's our buddy. (laughs) He did exactly what I asked. Yes. Send the hate mails. However, I understand that it was in jest, but let's seriously, I want to harp on this ADD thing. Oblivion is for kids who are ADD.
1: Oblivion has no story. Listen, Oblivion
0: is all right, you've got this main quest, and you're walking down a road, but there's something sparkly over there, and 60
1: hours later, (laughs) I'll complete the main quest. Who's ADD? Because it's not me. God, yeah. Every it's just like Morrowind when they would just you'd walk up to someone and they would just have this list of text options to speak to them, like a ATM of (laughs) conversation topics. (laughs) Like a, a vending machine for dialogue. Yeah. It's like, oh, what do I want to drink today? Uh, Why? The Lost Prince?
0: <laughs> I I miss the days when you would walk up to somebody in a role-playing game, and if they didn't have anything to say to you, they wouldn't say anything. Yeah, it was
1: like, welcome to Corneria. Yeah, they
0: would all say the exact same thing.
1: And so you just have to find the one guy that That said actually something
0: says different. something, as opposed to scrolling through, oh, maybe this person has a secret yeah. of the white lotus that I'm then, looking for, for God only knows what reason.
1: In Morrowind, every dialogue option you clicked on would have like three more things highlighted in red. And you'd have to go through everyone in the freaking town looking for these things. I don't know how with that
0: dialogue setup they expected you not to murder the entire population mm-hmm. of that continent. Because it was just faster. <laughs> yeah. I mean they should have had a button. One of the options should have been interrupt with combat. <laughs> I would needed to go directly from talking to these people to hitting them. Because the only reason I was talking to them was to get gold or raise my charisma.
1: Can I point out the part of this email that offends me the most? Which is that he said we thought Lost Planet was good. Which I decidedly <laughs> did not. We like the, the multiplayer, multiplayer in Lost Planet. pretty good. And I, I'll
0: say that you know what? You're wrong.
1: Don't even don't,
0: no, don't do I it. like it. Anyway. But we're not talking about that again because I don't know we've talked about that for four weeks now.
1: Man. Spank Minister on our forums made that he was like how come none of the reviews make reference to the fact that this is basically the worst story in recorded history of video games? And I said, mine does! And I posted about four paragraphs where I go. This is the worst story ever written. It's like they're actively trying to make the worst story ever written. It's like they took the game and it just not left half the cutscenes
0: out. Trying to say that this is the worst story ever written is absurd. It
1: doesn't make any yeah. sense. You
0: and I were alive for the days when the story was the president's daughter has been kidnapped. Are you a bad enough dude to save but her? At least that's, that's the story. It's on the front of the box.
1: But that's
0: consistent.
1: <laughs> like the story of lost planet is this corporation is trying to terraform this planet to make it habitable which is what we're trying to do i'm gonna break it down and kill him
0: i'm gonna break it down in a way that you can understand Nevik is trying to steal your girlfriend the planet (laughs) and you have to stop Nevik from stealing your girlfriend the planet also there are bugs trying to steal your girlfriend the planet now i think it all makes sense Okay,
1: I guess. I don't know how that really solves my major qualms with the story. Seriously, though? And also, that chick had total cleavage for negative 50 Kelvin weather, <laughs> which is impossible, I know, but this is the future in space. Isn't? I thought
0: negative 320 degrees Kelvin is zero. Lowest. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But yeah,
1: okay. Can we get on the topic of God of War briefly? <laughs> Wait, didn't we just hate
0: on that last week?
1: Yeah, I want to bring it all together <laughs> for the the closing roundup, because I beat it. <laughs> And I will reiterate a post I made On our very own forums Which are a fun place you can find linked from our main page I will never ever get tired Of spinning cranks While enemies are attacking me Infinitely respawning enemies Cause lord that's fun as hell They might as well just name God of War 2 The crank game Or let's turn some cranks While some stupid ass undead legion guy Attacks me or a bug, some flying exploding bug. That I know is the same character AI from the Harpies from the first game that they just slapped a flame, uh, a little ball of flame on it. It's like, look, it's a whole new monster. There's like one new monster in that entire game. Nobody realizes that God of War 2 is the exact same game.
0: No, I think a lot of people do. But I think a lot of people liked God of War 1.
1: How stupid are you? This, There's no <laughs> gameplay in this game. It's... <laughs> the whole game I beat by holding down L1 and pushing square to do that spinning move and it's like the worst combo system in the world because you basically can't cancel anything once you're you
0: in, can't you're in. Do,
1: you can't do the longer combos because you'll just get wailed on because the guys the big guys don't get stunned by anything so basically you just have to hit square or triangle a whole bunch of times and roll away and then repeat and it's really really boring and it doesn't have the humor of god hand it's too freaking emo serious. <laughs> From what I've
0: read, God of War 2 really blows its wad early by having you fight the Colossus of Rhodes, not Rome, which yeah. Penny Arcade quickly corrected in their comments.
1: Oh, did they? I noticed it. Was, the first I release said say
0: Rome. It said God of the the Colossus of Rome, and then they just edit out Rome. Yeah, it I was just like, says Colossus. Come on,
1: Tycho, you're supposed to be a big old dork. You should know that it's Rhodes.
0: Well, anyway, he still is. But I'm not hating on their street cred. I just thought it was funny that yeah. I well, picked I mean, up on that. I'm a pretty big loser because I read Penny Arcade twice in the same day. Maybe because I was really bored. And I was hoping that maybe. <laughs> I've
1: been there at work, too. I'm like, maybe they updated it again. <laughs> Maybe they put out two comics. But yeah, product. but you
0: fight the Colossus of Rhodes in this big cinematic, cool, the entire level is a boss fight. Yeah. And then it's nothing for the rest of the game.
1: Yeah. The whole rest of the bosses. So And wait. Okay, the other bosses. Might I
0: point out that fighting the Colossus of Rhodes in that manner really just, you know, it's like, hey, Wanderer in the Colossus or Shadow of the Colossus was a really good game. Yeah. I wonder how we could rip that
1: off. It's like, but instead of 16 awesome boss battles, we'll just have, you know, like two. And I don't even care three. if they rip it off. I'm
0: yeah. totally pro- ripping off good ideas to <laughs> yeah, make good games. Because
1: that game was awesome. Yes. <laughs> and then somebody else just wanted to make a game that was exactly like that just with different bosses. Why would I say I'm no? for it.
0: It's like extra levels and it, like patches. You know? Thumbs up. Yeah, like Half-Life mods. <laughs> exactly. I play them endlessly.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, the rest of the really big bosses which didn't show up until three quarters of the way through the game were the Kraken which was kind of fun but not nearly as fun as the Colossus and then Clothos, like one of the fates that control the strings of time, who was four stories tall, incredibly fat, and covered in breasts—like a lot of breasts.
0: The—they know that in Greek mythology, uh, the fates were three women.
1: Well, this was a woman. In theory, she- <laughs> secondary sex characteristics <laughs> seem to confirm that it was a woman. <laughs> Alright, but... the Lord it... knows. Oh my god, it was awful. And there was no plot! It was the same plot as the first game, guys! Do you realize this? <laughs> they just plugged in Zeus for Ares, and Strings of the Fates for Pandora's Box. Which, by the way, they're still not using either of those things correctly. Because <laughs> Pandora's Box doesn't make you 50 stories tall and able to fight a god. <laughs> Not according Wait, that's to what the in the first game, yeah.
0: Doesn't it It, it release a bunch of plagues yeah, onto the Earth and Hope at the is bottom is at the, the bottom? bottom. <laughs> Thanks, Pandora. You clapped it shut right before Hope. You are stupid. Why did I make this mannequin out of
1: jewels? Are we, what are we talking about? We're talking about the fact that we've already been talking for 18 minutes. I think some of that will get edited out. Yeah, probably some. But whatever. So recently, we were... Still behind on the times because we spent last week talking about the GDC, so this week we're going to talk about what happened last week, which is uh, <laughs> Dennis Dayak, the guy in charge of Silicon Knights, who brought us such classics as Blood Omen, Legacy yes. of Cain, yes. um, which started the whole Soul Reaver franchise, which was which pretty good for a badly. while. Uh, Soul Reaver 1 was good, Soul Reaver 2 had a good story. <laughs> and then Soul Reaver 3 Soul Reaver
0: was an abomination to God.
1: Yeah, I know god that was a terrible game uh, they brought out eternal darkness which was pretty sweet the metal gear solid one remake which was decent enough i guess i mean it looked prettier than the original metal gear solid one and it had snake jump kicking a rocket i don't know if that's your cup of tea usually it's mine but in this situation
0: hand-to-hand combat with cruise missiles is always all right by me <laughs>
1: Uh, So they have a pretty good track record And for the past 10 years They've basically They've been hyping up this game too Human Which is I guess it's It's a futuristic Norse mythology fusion With Crazy features like Four player online co-op It's supposed to be a Diablo game That's actually good Instead of boring as hell Like Diablo is
0: Four player online co-op That's all you need to know
1: Yeah so, last year they had a pretty poor showing at E3 because they were basically forced to get a demo out the door and it wasn't a very pretty demo. And people rated it quite poorly. So, Even though it's a demo. Recently they had Dennis Dyack on the EGM Live podcast where he kind of stated his case saying there were problems in development Uh, I think a new version of the Unreal Engine came out and that kind of screwed up their programming so the frame rate and the graphics didn't look all that great because they had to start a lot of things from scratch which seems to be kind of the mantra in this game that still hasn't come out and a game that's been in development for 10 years tends to make people a little nervous though that Stalker game just came out and it's getting like really good reviews which I don't know that game was, they've been talking about that since 2000 or something It looks really cool. But anyway. So, Dayak... Seems to think that his... Poor treatment at E3 by EGM is going to be the catalyst that sort of galvanizes the video game journalism industry. Whatever you want to call it. And now everything's going to be fixed and game makers won't have to release previews or demos anymore. And... In his perfect world, they'd wait until the game was finished before they even talked about it and then spend six months building up hype and uh, then release the game, which is a totally practical business model, of well, course.
0: <laughs> yeah, diaks I mean, his approach kind of makes sense from the creative point of view. Yeah, You wouldn't want someone reviewing a painting halfway through. Well, you, That being said, you know, people generate buzz about things they've never seen all the time, and it's actually pretty common that they would hype up something in advance. That's why and this
1: is exactly what video games need is buzz in advance unless you're a codified seller like Grand Theft Auto which Take-Two doesn't even, or Rockstar rather, doesn't even talk about grand theft auto games now until they're basically out because they don't have to because they're just going to sell like hotcakes anyway
0: you know what the preview of the grand theft auto game is going to be grand theft auto is coming out yeah it's like it's you out could,
1: next week buy it yeah
0: it's a it's a franchise that's
1: just going to work but i mean for
0: something like Too human
1: it's something you gotta keep yeah it's brand new and it's new intellectual property and people have no idea what it is so you kind of have to give them a helping hand
0: and would you especially with the amount of money that gets invested in development these days. Which is
1: insane. Like the tens of millions of dollars. Well, so you are breaking you're, double digits anyway. Yeah.
0: So, the I mean, you have to generate some buzz in advance just to attract money. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll make sense. I mean, this it always becomes that like clash like between the creative and the business, mm-hmm. I guess a lot of times. But this isn't really a model that's going to help the creative process. Like I can see like... Well, people will have time to really develop their, you yeah. know, their gift and all that jazz. Making no, a video
1: game is too complicated. No more kooky deadlines, right? Yeah. Like you because nobody knows about it, there won't be any rush to get it out, they're, except your financial backers. Yeah. They're, they're, it's they're, not like making a painting. You know, games are a business.
0: Well I even mean, through, through. Yeah, and in a certain sense, art has become a business. But art can be produced by one person in a studio. Yeah. Whereas a game Usually gets produced by a company. Yeah, games haven't been made by one person in about twenty five years. Yeah, or you know, and the the what people expect from games, it's impossible now to make a yeah. game like that. You can't do all that graphical programming and all the story and everything. You can't. It's impossible.
1: I mean, think about Geometry Wars, which is a sc- sort of Smash Brothers esque. Shoot 'em up for Xbox Live Arcade, where you're just a your little triangle that shoots other little triangles in a circle, was made by one guy, and that took something like 10 months. Yeah. For a game where you're a triangle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, when, when gameplay is the emphasis, it's more possible to produce um, a, a really good game by, from one person. Like, it's more possible for one person to do that. But. You know, it's going to be the game is going to be a gimmick Mm -hmm. because you know you don't have the time to really develop the fullness of the idea, and also you're just not going to be able to put enough time into the kind of graphics that people expect from a game. Like there are people out there that just program the
1: way the light looks in a game. Yeah, or water. Like one guy's job is to program light reflecting off water, and that's all he does. And then you know, well
0: you oh well why is it that way? I don't like that. Well, then people ride Dennis Dyak for uh, producing a crappy E3 demo. You know, it looks like garbage. I don't like it.
1: Well, yeah, maybe you shouldn't have presented. Which isn't that's necess- it's not his fault. You well, no, I'm not saying it's the producer that
0: I'm saying he's sort of they're in a catch twenty two situation. Yeah, people at the you know people complain about this, but at the same time they they, they can't live want it. it. You know, it's. It's just dumb. It's, it to- I mean, anybody who complains about it, not. I mean, I can understand Dennis Dyack complaining about it because he's a developer and it kind of stinks for him. Mm-hmm. But anybody who like, tries to side with Dennis Dyack can be like, yeah, they should be able to do this, is you know being totally hypocritical. Well, it's,
1: It reminds me of K.J. Inafune, who's the guy who, at the GDC, he's one of Capcom's big-time producers. He worked on Lost Planet and Dead Rising and stuff like that. Um, Where's the next Mega Man? Next I think he's actually Mega the guy Man. that yeah, I think he's the Mega Man guy, and the next good Mega Man is uh, take a time travel device back to <laughs> 1989 and play Mega Man two again. Wipe your memory clean, Yay, plug in your Nintendo. Awesome. Uh, he basically said, "Games are not art; they are product, and you know what? You got to make sure you can sell your product and." That only relates to this kind of slightly. But the idea is that Dyack's taken it from this creative process where, you know, nurture the quote-unquote artist, whatever you want to call him, developer. Let him bring out his true vision of what this game is going to be. And <clears throat> making basically these these totally pie-in-the-sky aspirations of what game developing would be perfect if it were allowed to be. And if this were a workable business model, it would be perfect. That, But, but What happened with Clover and Capcom? Like, they were basically allowed to do whatever they wanted. And they made some pretty good games out of it, and then crumbled like a house of cards. (laughs) They're not around anymore.
0: Two of those guys actually got back together and and founded a new company.
1: But we'll see what happens there. Though, there's a lot of rumors about Xbox controller and the uh, logo or something. I'd really like to see a... Clover game on next-gen hardware. I think that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Because I love Clover. Me too. How about we make Beautiful Joe 3 and make it not sucky? God Hand 2. Nice. I wonder wonder what kind of rights they
0: retained for their stuff. Probably all of it. Sony was like, you know what? These games aren't selling.
1: You can have them. Yeah, right. I think Okami, Okami was like... That's number true. 96 of the top 100 selling games last year, which I guess isn't a terrible position to be in, but it isn't a great one either. New Super Mario Brothers was like fourth. The really? DS is a machine. Yeah, when I said that last week, um, I was, when I was listening to the podcast, editing it, when I said it sold 120,000 consoles in a month, the DS, that, I, what I meant to say was 120,000 consoles in the month after Christmas when they didn't have any stock <laughs> The DS sells closer to 500,000 consoles a month Like, can you even imagine that? What does it, cost? it probably costs like 70 or $80 to produce Which means, that's like a $50 profit Well, the cartridges got,
0: are super cheap There's no materials that go into it Yeah, them. it's just, yeah.
1: it's solid state memory I don't know, Sony, take some hints from Nintendo <laughs> UMDs are stupid as hell <laughs> I don't see why they didn't just use memory stick Like, they're like, we have a faltering format let's make a new one and hope it works <laughs> when they could have just used memory stick which is so much bigger than the ds cards yeah and has the room to grow and maybe salvage one crappy format instead of making another one that immediately failed like who, what guy at sony was thinking you know what people really like carrying a whole bunch of cds around with them <laughs> Like I used to hate that before MP3 players came around. I had like I had a disc man, and either I had to take one CD and listen to it a whole bunch of times if I was going somewhere, or I had to carry a bundle of CDs with me as well. Thank God those days are over. Now twenty thousand songs. Goodbye, physical media. Yeah, I know. I love it. (laughs) I think they should do that with consoles too. Put everything in solid state again, or uh, just make it all download and just put on a hard drive. I don't need a disc. It's true. I'm just gonna lose them or get them scratched anyway. Like Ninja Gaiden in Black, the case of the mysteriously <laughs> disappearing Ninja Gaiden in Black. Where's
0: Detective Conan when you need him to clear my name? I didn't steal your <laughs> yeah, freaking Ninja God in Black. He's gonna Black. find
1: a decapitated chick <laughs> hung upside down by her ankles in your bedroom with her tits cut off or something. What does that have to do with Ninja Gaiden in Black? I don't know. That's what always happens <laughs> in Detective Conan. <laughs>
0: Somebody's for the boobies Detective are Conan, always getting cut off. Where Detective Conan, like, he's gets to the crime scene, pulls out a rape kit, then talks about how badly she was uh, abused after being killed.
1: he <laughs> like, the cotton swab on, like, the really long stick. <laughs> it's just a little oh, eight-year-old kid. that would be awful. Terrible. I don't even know where we're really going with this. Dennis Dyack, kind of being a whiny crybaby. But what's more, uh... In the past couple of days, he released a comic. Well, to give you the full background, Penny Arcade put out a comic maybe a week or so ago of basically giving this guy support. They they were saying, "Wow, like people were really harsh on the on Too Human because of this EGM preview that said it sucked and his frame rate was crappy." And the other guy goes, "Well, yeah, you know, thank God we don't have to release our comics bit by bit." Otherwise, people will really give us a lot of shit. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. well, look at this. It's not even colored yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With the obvious idea being, well, it's not done. So you, it's, you can't compare this to what the final product's going to be. So Dayak, after Penny Arcade releases their trailer for their video game, which receives, let's say, lukewarm reviews. Uh, because, Does anybody really expect that to be that much? I, I don't know. But you have you seen it? Yes. Yeah. That three Those 3D models look terrible. Yeah. They were like amateur hour 3D models. Well,
0: they're working with Red Robot or whatever. It's not like they have a huge developing company.
1: I don't know. Whatever. So anyway, Dayak reprises his own Penny Arcade thing that says, has a Penny Arcade guys reading the monitors. People make fun of their preview. And he goes, ha, 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 guys. Come to me if you want to know something about being made fun of. Yeah. on the internet.
0: It's kind of weird. The The comics enter this gray zone where it you wonder if Dennis really knows something that we don't and yeah. we just misinterpreted the Penny Arcade comic as being supportive. Yeah. Or if they really are, Is he really is just flying off the handle. Because I'm suspicious that maybe that's happening.
1: It's Anything's possible. But my interpretation, given the limited facts I have, is that Penny Arcade puts out this comic that basically says, imagine if farmers had to send their milk to the store before they pasteurized it. Yeah. They, and it's like, oh, this milk tastes like crap. It's not pasteurized. Well, this is just the preview milk. Like The the real milk is coming in a year, guys.
0: Or the preview milk is just like, you know, a cow lands in your cereal. Yeah. It's like, God, this milk just took a it's crap in my like cereal. It's not what you
1: said it was going to be. Well, it's a baby cow. We haven't extracted the milk yet. It's Kobe beef, man. You don't eat it when it's
0: still got the skin on. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. You just trust that so, those Japanese guys know how to raise a
1: fat cow. I perceive them as being collaborative with him, yeah. saying like, "Don't worry about it, buddy." You know, or just kind of poking. Penny it's Arcade has the nature a nature of the
0: game. Penny Arcade has a long history of poking fun at the video game media about like flying off the handle about things. Yeah, because apparently that's all they do all day is you know read twenty different
1: gaming blogs. Yeah, I wish I could get that job. <laughs> It'd be pretty sweet. So in return. Dyke basically makes things that says, Ha ha ha, guys, your game has a crappy preview. True. And now, your game is getting made fun of on the internet too. Ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. ha, ha." And then you're left in that limbo again where you don't know if he's being... So it just seems like, is he being a jerk? Because it kind of seems to me like he's being a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. And it makes me wonder. It's like, you made some pretty good games, dude. Bloodhoman was... Revolutionary at the time, you were playing the bad guy and you going can, on this quest you can turn of into mist. It was like I'm floating, God floating of War, over Spike. with all this without all this emo crap.
0: <laughs> yeah, because he was just straight up evil. Yeah,
1: Kane had no bones about it. He was just straight up about revenge, and I'm just like, oh, I killed my family. It's like, well. Uh-huh. Some muggers killed me on the road, and a necromancer gave me a chance to come back to life and take revenge on them. But then, as it turns out, he wanted me to kill these nine people who were going insane to save the world. And then at the end of the game, I killed the nine people and saved the world from crumbling in on itself. But, but... I decided not to, and then I'm going to rule over this barren land, which is where Soul Reaver 1 comes in, which is one of the Gosh. best games ever. The nine columns. Which is, you know... What we were going to talk about on this podcast, but we're already pretty close to 35 minutes in, so maybe not. But we could talk about it some other time. I just have to say that Soul Reaver has some of the best dialogue in the history of video games because it's so cheesy and over-the-top. It's like somebody wanted really hard to write Shakespeare but didn't know how to write Shakespeare.
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of cheesy over-the-top, but I, I, don't know. I really liked it. I it. It's not so cheesy in the sense that you notice it as cheesy, like, say... The opening dialogue in Symphony of the Night. Yeah. However.
1: Well, right. it, it has pretty awesome voice acting, which helps with the yeah. cheese Delivery packet. is yeah. everything. Well, Michael Bell, who's a pretty famous guy where American 80s cartoons comes in, like using a lot of the Ninja Turtles and stuff like that. He was Duke in G.I. Joe. Um, he plays the main character, Raziel, who is one of... Cain's vampire sons, who have his vampire lieutenants. He's not his son. Well, he's a son in the vampire Vampire terminology that he was created by him. And
0: then he mutated and got wings, and Cain was jealous and threw him. Well, that's basically
1: he mutated faster than Cain and got wings, so Cain threw him into the abyss of eternal torment, where he rotted for thousands of years until he was, you know, resurrected by the Elder God as this. Jaw look Yeah, he has no lower jaw. mandible-less Yeah. So he covers his face with the tattered shroud of his clan, which is like the only remnant of what he basically he was a big old fruity vampire fairy guy with red lips and pointy ears and stuff. Oh total lamo, and then they threw him into this pit and he got flayed for eternity <laughs> and came out this totally hardcore looking blue demon <laughs> with tattered wings. Who
0: can eat your soul? Yeah. You're very soul. literally.
1: In fact, it's pretty cool. You can pull the souls out of the humans without even killing them. That's deep. But then he's this total anti-hero. He's We're not.
0: Like, I thought we weren't talking about this. Is this what I have become? A ghoul, a
1: fratricide. Yes, it is what you have become, Raziel. And then the biggest twist in video game history ever, besides the inverted. Uh, As it
0: turns out, that the Elder God is also in Halo too. Yeah.
1: No, that, well, that's not what I'm going to say. But I would say the way that Raziel and his brothers were created were quite interesting and quite ironic. And Soul Reaver is a game that came out for the Dreamcast. I think it was on the PC. So It was also on the PlayStation. Yeah, it was on the PlayStation. But the the Dreamcast was far superior to the PlayStation version, except that I think you could not skip the cutscenes in the Dreamcast one. Which made repeat plays which was sort of onerous. And it
0: it wasn't like repeat plays because you were dying. It was repeat plays because I couldn't figure out that puzzle in three hours and I had to turn the game off.
1: (laughs) So I guess they don't really sell many copies of Soul Reaver anymore. And since it came out on the PC, you could probably download it. And in the literal sense, you're being a dick by doing that. But I don't think Crystal Dynamics is seeing any more of that money (laughs) these days. That... Cool Soul caliber, Soul Reaver four dollars a sale, which if you go by industry standards, they probably make about four percent of that. So we're talking about one twenty-fifth of four dollars. Was that like a quarter? It's about just about just about a quarter. So if you can feel justified in stealing a quarter from the mouths of starving video game programmers, you can probably download Soul Reaver, which is ostensibly what this podcast was about. <laughs> Raziel Cain The Abyss has been unkind I am your creation, Cain Now, as before You criticize your own work What have you done with my clan, degenerate? You have no right What I have made, I can also destroy, child
0: Damn you, Cain! You are not God! This act of genocide is unconscionable!
1: Conscience? You dare to speak to me of conscience? Only when you have felt the full gravity of choice should you dare question my judgment. Your life span is a flicker compared to the mass of doubt and regret that I have borne since Mortanius first turned me from the light. To know that the fate of the world hangs dependent on the advisedness of my every deed? Can you even begin to conceive what action you would take in my position? I would choose integrity, (laughs) King. Look around you, Raziel. See what has become of our empire. Witness the end of an age. The clans scattered to the corners of Lorsgoth. This place has outlasted its usefulness. As have you. The Soul Reaver, Cain's ancient blade. Older than any of us and a thousand times more deadly. The legends claimed that the blade was possessed and thrived by devouring the souls of its victims. For all our bravado, we knew what it meant when Cain drew the Soul Reaver in anger. It meant you were dead.
0: Die, Master, you don't belong in this world. Shit, oh, I know all the words. I do.
1: <laughs> I was just thinking. Of it. No. I, I mean, we
0: just did the whole first half.